0: with burn on victory 91.05 it's corey and we are having a conversation with our general manager this morning all about pentecost and just the church why the lord wants to pour the holy spirit out upon his church his bride and you were talking about how some churches they are meeting again sure but then some churches are still closed and what do you think about that was this you know, Satan kind of trying to get in the
1: way or what's going on? Well, we're looking back through, uh, of course, before we get to Pentecost, you had Pur- Purim, we had Passover, Second Passover, and then so we're looking at the possibility that is this whole pandemic thing we're looking at. Was this a glimpse, or is it a glimpse, of those four horsemen that one day, the same thing he kind of showed us in World War One and World War Two, and look at Antichrist and how he came against the church. One of the things he did in Germany was definitely shutting down the church. He, he, he tends to do that. He does that in China, right now, trying to shut down the church. And so, a lot of churches, of course, have celebrated saying, you know what, we can still meet. We've got this and that, and we're growing, and it's a good thing. Well, the question is so, we're up to the second horseman, the red one, and he's got a sword coming about out of his mouth, taking peace from the earth. And one of the interesting things that happened then, that happened right around Easter, Passover, is churches went from, okay, we agree we're not going to meet, to No, we can't meet. And at that point, you couldn't even go in and have a meeting together, two or three people. To meet together is a very unusual thing, certainly unprecedented. So the Bible says where two or three are gathered, I am there. What is that about? Well, here's what I would say to it is the church cannot shirk its calling when the world becomes dark. Here's what the Bible says. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things for... Now you know what is restraining, that is the Antichrist, that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. This is 2 Thessalonians 2. See, the Holy Spirit in Christians is helping restrain lawlessness, which is iniquity, disobedience, sin, violation of law, or wickedness. The fact that we're on the earth right now, that's what he does in us and through us, sometimes through leadership and through politics. So we must speak out so that the blind have a chance to see truth. If the devil or the Antichrist can remove the church from the forefront, it allows iniquity and lawlessness to rise up. Here's the rest of that scripture from Thessalonians. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And when the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming, the coming of the lawless one is according to the workings of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who will perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie that they uh, all may be condemned who do not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness so when you talk about these end times and these scriptures looking at the end uh deception and this uh delusion and and i gotta tell you uh, if you look at those last three months you probably have Facebook friends or, or social media friends, and you've probably gone down the line thinking, why are they thinking that way? Why are they talking? Why are they acting that way? Well, the Greek word, achaeo, means to indwell as the Holy Spirit does in a believer when we get saved. It comes from oikos, which is a house. So he resides in us. But there's another way that the Holy Spirit interacts. Why did Antichrist shut down meetings for the church, even the staff gathering at first? Because God is in the midst of his people when they gather together. He does that to bring judgment in a matter. Here's what Matthew 18 says. Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you've gained your brother. If he'll not hear, take with you one or two more. By the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. If he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. Surely I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on any on earth concerning anything that they ask. It will be done for them by my Father in heaven for where two or three, for where, listen there, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, I'm there in the midst of them. So you see, God has given us an opportunity. A very unique thing is that when we come together, he does something that he doesn't do when we're alone, which is nice. This principle comes from Deuteronomy 19. One witness shall not rise against a man concerning any iniquity or any sins that he commits by the mouth of two or three witnesses, the matter shall be established. So when we come together, we are witnesses. We have power. Uh, It's called uh, a bait din, a house of judgment. It requires at least three men because two had to agree for justice to be observed and legitimate God-given authority to function on earth. No one ever was to be judged by the word of only one witness. And so a lot of the things of this whole pandemic that we've dealt with seem like they're just coming from a lack of that But in John 8, it says Jesus uses the same verse to establish that two witnesses agree to the fact that he is who claims he be. He's talking about himself on the light of the world. The Pharisees say, You can't say that by yourself. You need these two witnesses. And he says, Jesus says in your own law it's written that the testimony of two witnesses is true. I'm the one who testifies for yourself for myself. My other witnesses are the Father who sent me so he's relating to himself as being god because the father sent him and is relating so all of that says to this thing god established the church to impact the world not to cower to it he wants to fill us and get us close to others so he will fill them too apart we are limited in what we can do for each other and how we can bring justice for others god comes in a tangible way in a setting where we're gathered and I, I would just challenge you to ask this. I'm so thankful for those times when you go in the hospital. We both had various procedures done, and they're wearing a mask, and they're they've cleaned cleaned everything. You worked for an orthodontist for a yeah. season. And it's very all that is good. But so let me ask you as Christians: Who are you? What is the power that you take into the world? Because I have to ask myself this question: Can I imagine Jesus walking on the earth with a mask on, or social distancing any of these things? And and you know. Where, where we're talking about the sick and the hurting and all that Obviously that's a wonderful thing But for the rest of us we As Christians who are now Who are told we couldn't get together And be together So many are falling into lines As as if that is the standard Whether than what God has said mm-hmm. Whether than following the example of Jesus We're just doing our own thing and Or doing the words of someone That don't have the power of Jesus so mm-hmm. Or the authority of Jesus So um, we're looking at this from an end times perspective as we're working our way towards Pentecost, which begins tonight. We're at Passover right now because we're uh, looking back at what God has done and, and how these four horsemen come out. Now, one more look at Passover with the spirit of fear. And I just want to challenge you to really think about what this second horseman did. That He had the power to take peace from the earth. As you look at the earth right now, especially America is there peace or is there something else? Is there a chance that this second horseman that we saw a glimpse of him, not the real one from the end times, but a glimpse? And that's why we're in the situation we're in. We'll look at that next.
0: Coming up, we're gonna hear from Life Center Worship, Spirit of Revival. And we wanna thank Good Landing Recovery, one of our morning show partners, They're helping both men and women that are stuck in the bondage of addiction from intervention to treatment to continuing care. And they're a Jesus-centered program that's 45 to 90 days long and can be handled through insurance. And your recovery, it could start at Good Landing. They're located in Gwinnett County, and their website is goodlandingrecovery.com. And now you can listen to their podcast on the More Music app. Find the Comeback podcast.